trifecta of fun. It's part three of our breakdown of our show. You know what it's called. Geeksters. And welcome to episode 72, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What was the voice? What? You trying to voice it? No. Because you were like, <laughs> you were just like, uh, welcome to, you were like all deep, bassy, kind of like, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> You're listening to part three of episode 52. Oh, my. <laughs> What you talking about? Yeah, when well, you listen to the playback, you're gonna know. You're like, you're trying to. The, is, is my professional voice. I am trying I to. Don't, be, I don't know what you mean. I don't know. You think you're the only one that does shit on the show? Look at my deep voice. Uh-huh. Oh my. Oh my. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so. Me and Barry White over here, we do a show. It's called uh, Geeksters, and uh, you know, this is uh, part three of that show. That's right. And, you know, we hope we bring laughs and joy. And in part three, we talk skin art. Oh, yeah. The art of the tattoo. What, what? And not the little guy going, the plane, boss, the plane. <laughs> We're talking about skin art getting inked up. Showing your colors. What? What? Is it even a phrase anymore? Showing your colors. I don't think that's I think I'm making that up. Yeah. That's nice. Like showing your colors is more like a gang thing. Yeah. Like I'm a crip, you all my blood, you know. What what? Show my East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're into the gang gang. <laughs> I know you're into the gang logos. Yeah, well that's uh you know, let your color let your color fly. Whatever. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we talked to Erica. She went to a tattoo convention. In Philadelphia. Like it matters? <laughs> That's true. No, she went to it in Spain. <laughs> Spain, That's where she brought back Mario. He was visiting from Italy. Oh. <laughs> so she said, come on to the show. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Come to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. And then he tooted too much and he missed the show. And he only had to come in for the intro. Yes. <laughs> He was so burnt out. <laughs> he can't handle that East Coast shit, man. That's what his problem is. He's got a problem. Try telling him. <laughs> Won't listen to me, though. All he keeps talking about is his bitch peach. <laughs> like it's his only supply. I heard that Link character's got some mean shit. Some natural shit. That's right. Plays the flute and shit over it. That pot grows, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's a fly shit. You will see shit you wouldn't believe. <laughs> you will shit colors for a week. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, part three of the show. Enjoy. Uh, yeah. We talk art and ink and tattoos. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you at the end, folks. All right. Yes, and you're listening to us live on OutWhenEverHere.com. You can also find us on TunedIn, iHeartRadio, and iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Yes. Okay. Are you okay there, Ed? Yeah. You didn't have your mic on? Nope. 
So no one heard you. Nobody heard me. Ah! <laughs> Maybe off in the distance so, through your mic, but no. So basically, Ed said you can catch us. If you can't catch us on AquanetRadio.com, you're probably listening to us on iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. And of course, you know, we are Geeksters. You can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Because we rock! Yeah! Okay, that was scary. You both did the same. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. It wasn't scripted. What? Freaky. We are that in sync. So I also just posted. We're uh, insane. I don't know. <laughs> they're insane. We're insanely in sync. There you go. Yeah. Just, or something. I, I just posted a picture of, uh, I guess, fan made Photoshop Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, bald head and everything. I say pretty badass. He looked pretty good. Yeah. You know? I agree. I mean, granted, yeah, it's Photoshop, <clears throat> but still. <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law just posted, I just want to I just want to punch Peyton Manning in the face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> so. All right. Okay, so uh, this weekend... This weekend, apparently, uh, someone went on a uh, a field a, trip. A field trip. I did. Where'd you go, Erica? I went to the Pennsylvania Convention Center, and I went to the see annual. Trains? What? Did you see trains? I did not see trains. Uh, right. Although that would have been cool as shit if I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I went to the annual tattoo convention oh, okay. every uh usually end of january early february it's a a group called villain arts uh holds a tattoo convention in philadelphia and it has been getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year it used to be held in a uh I, somebody's uh, basement <laughs> yeah it started out in somebody's basement uh with uh two boxes of pizza and a awesome yeah. They had food. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now they've upgraded. Uh, it actually it used to be in a hotel. And because okay. we, were, we were talking about this, um, the floors of the hotel were carpeted, so they were a lot Ooh. nicer to walk on. Uh, we did not have carpet. We had concrete. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we went to the annual Villain Arts Tattoo Convention. And it's it's a three-day convention. starts Friday at, like, 2 o'clock and then goes through Sunday. And it, they have a lot of tattoo artists there. You can schedule appointments. You can actually get tattoos while you're there. Wow. I'm actually surprised I didn't leave with a new tattoo. But, you know, whatever. It's okay. Uh, I left with a lot of other fun stuff. Okay. Um, then they have... Kind of like going to a horror convention getting stabbed. <laughs> like I'm there for the scenery, but next thing I walked out with a knife in my ass. <laughs> Taking us a little literal here, people. Um, so... But they also have, <laughs> they also have uh, they had burlesque performances. They they have actual um, it's more geared towards tattoo artists. But you know anybody can go. They also have like talks that you can go to. Like you know if you want to learn about different types of tattooing techniques, things like that. Um, I walk in. I'm having problems making love to my wife. <laughs> Not that kind of a talk. We, that's, we, that's the fetish convention next weekend. You might want to talk. You're a little early. How do um, I make the perfect knot that she can't slip out of? <laughs> Go ask the guy who's being suspended. They did. They did suspension um, this, uh, demonstrations. That was there was a guy getting suspended from his nipples. Oh. Yeah, and they were swinging them back and forth. Oh. That's like a. Oh. 
I was looking and going, ow, 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 ow. See, okay, that's my problem. Like, it's not really a problem for me. I mean, obviously, I would love to watch. <laughs> All right, we're going to get some rope and some hooks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sure, we need a volunteer. Not the hanging of the nipples thing. I'm talking about the, like, you're going to a tattoo convention, and unfortunately, there's still that stigma attached to people who have tattoos mm-hmm. as, like, a freak show. Yeah. All right. So... Let's have freaks hanging by our nipples. Like you're not really, you're not really doing anything, anything to, to, to mystify the stereotype. Like, uh, well, yeah, I will say that because th- there was a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, there was a burlesque show. There was the Old City Side Show, which is um, very well known in the Philadelphia area, and they they do amazing. I like them, um, but they were there. They had a uh, pinup contest, which I was in. I did not win. But you know, I had fun doing it. Did, so. did they have placings? No, uh, no. There was well, there were three. There was uh, win place show and what? There was a, a f- <laughs> first <laughs> first place for crowd favorite, first place for judges favorite, and then the third person was uh, you know second place. So all right, yeah. So wait, so the person who won the fame favorite probably won the judges as well? No, there was okay. there was two different um, two different winners. Yeah, two different winners. This girl named Hope was the uh crowd favorite she was very cute she had this on you know black and white polka dot dress on you know very classic pinup and uh the other girl who won uh again classic pinup look um but she uh she was the judge's favorite she had on this real pretty uh yellow dress with an orange crinoline underneath and so and then a very very heavy set hairy gentleman in uh, speedo, a a glittery speedo at that, uh, with was it gold? No, it was blue. Oh. With does, star- it match, does it match his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing Star of David pasties and a yarmulke. <laughs> Oy, I'm a burlesque Jew. Look at me. Look at me shake my titties. Oy. Booga, booga, booga. Oy, oy, oy. Vote for me. Yeah, so he can He came in second place. I would, I Ouch! Yeah, <laughs> I lost. Insulting. I lost to a fat, hairy Jewish guy. <laughs> you lost to a fat, hairy Jew, probably named Sherman. <laughs> his his pinup name is Love Spots. <laughs> in thirty years, it's gonna be Liver Spots. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> his way in a bar. Ugh, you know, I used to be a pinup girl. Ugh, <laughs> uh, uh. Give me another scotch. <laughs> uh, hey, you come here often? That's all I got. <laughs> but the Enigma was there as well. Um, I think hey. you guys know he's... <laughs> hey, let's play house. You can be the screen door and I can slam you all night. Oh. Uh, did it hurt from heaven when you fell? Uh, <laughs> You must be from Tennessee because you're the only ten I see. But I'm Did you ever try the pickup line? Do you want a pizza and a fuck? And the girl says no, and you're like, "What's wrong with pizza?" Yeah, I've never. I don't, I don't use cheesy one. I don't, uh, I've never had to. I just walk in and go to my elbows. Put to my cock and the girl was like, oh! and all these guys came running. Yeah. Oh, thank no, you. not you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Like Johnny Bravo. My hair. I haven't heard that my one. Hair. I know. I love Johnny Bravo. Oh, oh mama. 
but yeah so it was it, we had a great time we uh we got there around 11 after waking up at six to do our hair and makeup Yikes. yeah it was an early it was a long long day so glad i'm not a chick yeah <laughs> i could not be the i got my hair did got my hair did got my nails did i gotta I got wear my pumps i put myself in a corset I did. I was strapped into a steel-boned corset for 13 hours. Now, what exactly is a steel-boned corset? Okay, so there's a couple different types of corsets. There's ones that um, are are more for show. You know, they're not meant to be worn for long periods of time. Right. And they generally have, either they don't have boning at all, and, you know, you wear them over... You wear them over something else. It's kind of like a wire. Yeah, yeah. It goes into the side to keep the fabric stiff and to help contain the figure. Gotcha. So um, I've seen ones that have no boning at all, but they're meant to be worn like over T-shirts. It's decorative. Then there's the, uh, they're called fashion corsets, and they have plastic boning. The problem is, is that if you wear them for an extended period of time, the plastic can um, can shift around and can break. I've seen some, I, I had one actually that the plastic poked up through, and so I kept having to it shove it yeah. back down and then whip stitch it in place so that way it wouldn't keep, popping up um get down there (laughs) (laughs) stay down (laughs) goddamn corset supposed to hold my boobs in place (laughs) um and then there's steel boning which there's there's two types of steel boning there's uh flat boning and that's usually used on the front and the the back of the corset and then there's coil steel coil steel so it has a little bit of flexibility but it's still it holds your the figure in place a lot tighter. It's more like a traditional corset. Let me tie this cage on you. <laughs> basically. It's squeeze. Basically, let me put my, I got to tie, tie it real tight so I put the, you know, your foot on their back as you're pulling the, the strings, strings or they're laying on their stomach where you're yanking that's, on them. That's not far from the truth. You know, and all that just to serve grog to the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically. Wench, get me more mead. More mead, sir? <laughs> And my friend Paloma went with us. She she went with the more traditional like girl next door pinup. She had on this very beauty beautiful like uh, Jackie O type dress and like little gloves. And she had you know like the whole nine. She looked very cute. She had a red crinoline on. And then I went with the more you know the more sexy like I'll post pictures. <laughs> so I went with fashion talk. Yes. <laughs> and then I went with the more you know the sexier like you know the pencil skirt and the corset. And throughout the, you know, because we were, it wasn't like we got dressed like this, did a photo shoot, and then took everything off. Like, we were, this was our outfit for the day. We realized a few things. It's kind of like, to put it in retrospect, it'd be kind of like dressing up as Spider-Man to a Comic-Con convention. Yeah. Yikes. You realize, (laughs) and realizing the things that go along with being dressed as Spider-Man at a Comic-Con. Yeah, or my favorite is the Fat Hulk. (laughs) <laughs> guy who's like overweight and hairy he paints himself green yeah. and he's got the fake Hulk gloves <laughs> I'm Hulk <laughs> you lose your hair Hulk ah, Hulk bad hair fall out <laughs> Hulk stressed ah, Hulk furious can't wipe out ass <laughs> so not far so kind of like all trussed up all trussed up and in like i said in a pencil skirt and i went to go to the bathroom and i realized i couldn't reach the waistband of my underwear because it was up under the corset oh the horror 
Uh, yeah, it is when you gotta pee. <laughs> so did you have to untie everything? No, I I I did the the bathing suit pullover, oh. <laughs> where you just kind of grab the crotch and pull it to the side. I know what that is. Well, he was giving me a look like, what the fuck? I don't see what you actually say. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And for those who, you know, aren't girls and have no clue what the bathing suit pullover is, there you go. I have to have the bathing suit pullover. In your Speedo? Yeah, well, like, when I was. <laughs> I don't wear Speedos. <laughs> I'm a free baller. Then why do you need to do the pullover if you're a free baller? Because if you have shorts, as, oh, a, shorts. as, a, as a guy, if I was wearing shorts, ball. you know, and I had to pee, we were in the park, I just pull over and. You know, pee out, you know, pull over and pee. Yeah. And put back, do a little adjustment, bada bing, I'm back in business. You know, I'm not one of those guys, like if I had to pee in the forest, I'm, you know, pulling down my shorts all the way around my ankle. See, I wouldn't even think about doing that. You just, it's there, you just whip it out. Yeah, you know, but sometimes you don't want to pull it down because you might, you know, you got pee everywhere. You just want to pee and pull it aside and just, woo! But I would think that then you run the risk of peeing on your shorts. You run the risk of peeing on your shorts anyway. <laughs> you know? Fair point. You know? He jumps back in the pool and it's cleaned up. Yeah, you jump back in the pool. You know? Nobody knows the difference. Or you just stand around looking at this while you're in the pool. Like, oh, what? what's that? Why is it warm all of a sudden? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like With the bathing suit, it doesn't matter if you get a little bit on you. If you're wearing, if your dress is a pinup for 13 hours, it absolutely fucking matters hey, if you get it all over you. Who's the chick with the tattoos, the big boobs hanging <laughs> it out, and the like wet piss. and the wet stain on her pencil dress, whatever? <laughs> oh my, yeah. So there was that, and then there was the uh, the realization that you know I I brought flats, but that many hours being on your feet, it doesn't matter what you wear. She's used to many <laughs> hours on her back. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, it got to the point I took my shoes off and I was walking around barefoot. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. It yeah, got you to were at, we're at the uh, Pennsylvania Convention, Center. the convention center. So yeah. I was walking uh, on so concrete. I'll be wearing something. Yes, no, no. I'm, I mean, yeah, like you, it's a good thing this is not followed up after the Comic Con because you know there'd be like geek spewage everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like oh, there's summer cloud. Oh, like she God, touched I, me. Oh. I hope you're. I hope you're mopping that up. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it got to the point that I just wall did not white care. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there the maintenance finally painted in here? <laughs> Why is there sticky toilet paper on the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, I uh, just stopped caring. At one point, I'm like, I know I'm barefoot. I know I'm in the middle of the convention center. Fucks could not be given. <laughs> yeah, so. Were you there to help, like, promote anybody, or just... No, well, I've I've been wanting to go to this convention for years, and it finally got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to pull my... I have just the perfect whore outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a whore, it was a peacock. Yeah, okay. I was thinking the other C-word, but I don't want to say it there. <laughs> You're female, so it's a P-C-word. <laughs> well, no, because the men are the ones with the, the beautiful feathers. The plumage? So, tech... Technically, I guess I was an animal drag king. Oh, so let's go back to uh, name. What is yeah. your what is your your pinup name? My pinup name is Baroness Eden von Blue. That just screams <laughs> Hi, sellers! <laughs> I'm Ladies t- and gentlemen, what's your name? Let me see what let me see what that came. Uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna have to call up. I am I am totally okay with having a drag name. Uh, I, all right, sure. 
I know some really there are some drag queens that I know that I I've seen them in full drag and I'm just like I, I'm not worthy. I got it. I'm not worthy. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the stage to sing his friend her rendition of "Baby Got Back." It's Baroness Eden Von Bluel. Yay! <laughs> I would do that. I would totally do that. Actually, there was a contest. It was women. Pre- it was you know like Tootsie women pretending to be men pretending to be women. So it was women pretending to be drag queens, which is, you know, they're men pretending to be women. So it's a woman pretending to be a man pretending to be a woman. And I was like, dude, I would do that. I was out of town that weekend, though, so I couldn't do it. I'm like, son of a bitch, I want to be a drag queen. All right. Uh, Okay, here you go. Here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up the stage. It's fan favorite Baroness Eden Von Bune. Damn right, I'm a fan favorite. I am the fantasy. Let's go, ladies! Put the bass in your See, Jessica's got all stronger stuff. Look at me, I'm a peacock. Supermodel from RuPaul. Oh, okay. You're right, I do. Oh, I gotta, I gotta wait 13 seconds. Oh. Stupid heads! Stop with the funny. So, did you meet anybody like special or? Yeah, well, our our uh, fa- our favorite Chrissy King was there. Right. She was, hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. She was selling her uh, fascinators, and she has uh, she has a new line of mugs. Um, and some uh, really beautiful tiles. So she she was there selling her stuff, um, and we all picked up a little something while we were there. Um, yeah, well, I tell you, did. <laughs> was it legal? It's yes. Called, okay. It's called herpes. <laughs> oh God, no! Please, I got standards. Um, <laughs> barefoot on that floor. Yeah. <laughs> I got foot herpes. <laughs> um. So, I could pay me to do that. <laughs> I'd dress in drag first. <laughs> we can make that happen. I already did that one year. <laughs> Halloween. I was a hula girl. <laughs> Had the grass skirt and everything. It wasn't Halloween. <laughs> it was last week. I was standing, there, standing there in front of my mirror. Kind of just like... Oh, come on. I was just... Cover girl. Yeah, I feel fabulous. <laughs> All right, get myself on a corset. My six-inch heels. <laughs> right, can we get my wig? So make in? love to the camera. Work. And work around. Work. Me. Child, you working? Sashay, chante. Super. Oh, ah. I jumped ahead. <laughs> 
Chante. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted the best, you got the mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baroness Eden Von Blue. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm more than mediocre. Subpar. <laughs> 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 Working around, working your little peacock outfit. I got quite a lot of compliments. Thank you very much. I'm sure you did. That guy's going, where'd you get that boost? They have so gorgeous. No, by some creepy old men. <laughs> hey. Actually, no. Hey, it's not the first time. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Okay, let me rephrase. Self-described creepy old men. Okay. They, he walked right up to us and he's like, yeah, I'm here because I'm a creepy old man and really? I like to take pictures. So I'm right. like, all right. Hey, as hey. long as you own it. Hey, that's right. But we, I, ha- I met some amazing hey. people. Hey, girl. I see those. That outfit. I, I need some pinup material for my my. 1940s spank bank. <laughs> I was 30 years old in the 40s. I was fighting the Japs in World War II, thinking about the girls and their pinup out. Ah, I need to spank it. We used to have a girl look like you. Her name was Mabel Bay. We had her painted on our B2 bomber. Ah! <laughs> the boys used to sit around the nose of that plane and spank it. <laughs> we must have killed more commies than everybody else. Just cover their eye. <laughs> <laughs> and by commies, I mean sperm. Flinging cum like migs and sons of lambs. Hey, Nazi. <laughs> That's how we fought the, those damn Nazis. <laughs> we outspermed them. We came. We saw. We came. <laughs> so, yeah, you look like that B 52 bomber chick that was painted on the end of the program. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, sorry, I need the spooge. <laughs> Guys, he fell asleep. Let's get the hell out of here. Now where are you going? <laughs> Come back. I didn't get my pictures from my 1942 spank bag. I gotta go pee, and it takes 20 minutes. Let me take some photos of that. Ah. <laughs> 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 ah. more like, hey, you doing? I knew a girl like you. After we won the world, that was me kissing that girl in Times Square. <laughs> Brought her home. <laughs> Brought her home. Fucked her. <laughs> then I killed her. Just doing my job for my country. Spreading the seed of love. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but the one thing, you know, and we, we were sort of talking, you know, earlier about, um, you know, there being the stigma attached to tattoos. It was really interesting because when you go there, there's so there's so many lifestyles that are represented by the people who go. So you have like, you know, the more pinuppy traditional, you know, sailor type tattoo, you know, people who like that style. And then you have people. <laughs> here for my new, I'm hisk for my new tattoos. <laughs> but then there's, you know, there's the pinup culture, rockabilly. There's, you know, more of a, and I, I don't know the term, so I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but there's more, um, like Hispanic style tattoos with the, you know, the, um, I guess like, um, uh, like low rider type 
Okay. Um, yeah, tattoo, you know, it's, it's, it's the best I know how to describe right. it as. So I, I apologize. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Um, <clears throat> and then there's, you know, like there's the Oriental, you know, the Japanese, Chinese, okay, you know, those, yeah. the, those traditional style of tattooing. There's so many different styles and lifestyles and heritages, heritages. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, that are represented <laughs> by the tattoo culture and within this this convention i i thought it was great that so many people can come together you know from different backgrounds unified by the simple act of injecting ink under your skin and i'm all for that see the thing is like for me like obviously Ed and i are in our 40s (laughs) yeah and for us i don't know how it is about you to me like a person had a tattoo Mm -hmm. was always either a biker or Mm -hmm. a stripper or somebody to me to me or a circus freak yeah, a service freak. You yeah. know, somebody like like the ending yeah, guy. Yeah, or like I've, sailor. Like yeah, you were yeah. Like there's there's those stereotypes yeah. attached to it. Like right, right. I've seen before. I met him mm-hmm. in person as well. I think, but it, oh, yeah, he was super nice too. Yeah, and he's a great guy and all. Mm-hmm. But again, you become you look at him, you go, this is the only job you could ever have. Yeah, like I mean, obviously, and then you purposely went out for that kind mm-hmm. of like an idea. But my thing is like it's it's with the culture today mm-hmm. with tattoos. Like you have how many tattoos? Uh I have to count one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Yeah. Now. And I do, and I do have plans for more. <coughs> most people do. Yeah. Usually they say when yeah. when they have one. It's like a potato always, chip. You, yeah. you can't have just one. You know, sure. Now, to me, like it's it was one of the things. To me, growing up, if you had a tattoo, it was you were being a rebel, a rebel, mm-hmm. yeah. very rebellious nature, and it just you know, like like it was to show that you were an individual, mm-hmm. right? You know, to say, hey, look, fuck you, I'd fuck the system, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But now I kind of feel like, you know, maybe I need to go to one of these tattoo conventions. Mm-hmm. I think I went to one one time. It was like a smaller one. Yeah. Um, but it just seems to be like more people today think that, like, who are who have, like, tattoos. Yeah. That it stopped <clears throat> becoming, like, the more you try to, the best way I put it is, the more you try to buck the system, mm-hmm. like, by... Showing yourself that you're as an individual mm-hmm. and you get this tattoo as a re- yeah. rebel, the more people that do that lessens the rebellious mm-hmm. act yeah. because it becomes now a... It's mainstream. It's mainstream, yeah. which is counterproductive mm-hmm. for the whole idea, idea of getting a tattoo in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I understand like my, you know, you have tattoos are all individually personal. Mm-hmm. I get that. And that makes those tattoos make you an individual. Mm-hmm. But you are... A, almost a stereotype of people of that culture. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, like, do you find it kind of what motivates you for getting tattoos? For me, it's, there's always a story behind the tattoo. So there's, there, when I go into it, and the thing is, I've, I knew from the time I was like 15, 16 years old that I wanted tattoos. And it was because, you know, partially I was, you know, I was an artist. I've been an artist my entire life. So for me, it was, it was simply the, an extension of taking art that I'm making, you know, that I'm, I'm creating stories about and, and just, it's another form of art for me, you know, like it's, but it's much more personal because you become, you are, you know, you are the artwork basically. So for me, you know, as soon as I turned 18, I knew that I wanted, you know, I got two tattoos shortly after I turned 18 and it was, um, you know, I got paw prints on my thigh because I, I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. They're a big part of my life. And then I got, it's a crayon and nine stars and it was to represent, um, 
the creativity, you know, the creativity in my life and the fact that, you know, your life is what you make of it. So, right. you know, like, you, you know, I'm, I'm creating my life. So that's, that's kind of what, you know, my motivation was for them. Why nine stars? Huh? Why nine stars? Nine planets. You know what? I, it, it was, that was a design choice. So oh, there's okay. no significance behind the nine stars. It's just that was, yeah. So that it could have been the ten. Design. It could have been. It eight. could have been ten. It could have been twelve. It could have been one. Yeah. Okay. It was just like after I finished drawing and the first two <laughs> tattoos I designed myself, and the inter- you know that was when I was eighteen. I'm you know very soon going to be thirty two. So four you know fourteen years later. No. I can't do the math. Anyway, that many years later. We're bad here at Math and Geeksters. <laughs> it is fourteen years. Okay. <laughs> so fourteen years later, you know That's right. I. I actually have plans to get um, the crayon and stars covered over, not because it's actually the the piece that I'm getting it replaced with is actually going to have the same symbolism. It's just that at this point, I'm kind of like, it could have been better. You know, it like I, I it okay. could, you know, I feel why, like it could have been represented nicer. Why the crayon? I don't understand. Harold and the Purple Crayon was my favorite book when I was a kid. So I wanted it's, and that's the thing. It's a purple crayon. Um, so in my, this one right here. Okay. Yeah. I don't see the purple. All right. Yeah. yeah I now I do. It's yeah. And well, actually, actually, this yeah, is sorry, the thing okay. too. Like when I got it done, I was 18. I went to, you know, just a shop in the neighborhood. I didn't. I knew it was a good shop in as far as, like, they were clean, like, they used new stuff, like, they were right. very thorough about cleanliness, so I wasn't as worried about catching anything. I mean, there's always a risk when you're going right. into a place Pepsi where, yeah. yeah, so there's always a risk, but this place, you know, they, they're they willing to show you, like, you know, their, their autoclave and everything, and, you know, they take the needles out of the package in front of you, they use brand new needles for everybody, like, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it was just the fact that, you know, I designed it. It was a very simple design. And there's no shading. There's no depth. It's just stars and a crayon. And, right. you know, so now I look at it and I'm like. It's very two-dimensional for a tattoo. Exactly. And compared with some of the work that I've gotten since then, I feel that it, it could be better. And it should be better considering the work that I'm getting now okay. and the, what I eventually want to do. Right. So, like. My left arm um, is where I have a majority of my tattoos, and this is eventually going to work itself into a full sleeve. So I don't have um, all my everything planned out, but I have a, a significant portion of it. The biggest part that I still have to plan out is the outside of my upper arm, what I want to get there. So until I know... Uh, yeah, <laughs> cross lightsaber is the. Uh, oh, that's that's that, going yeah. on my my ass. It's going to say property of. Just, just kicks my ass. <laughs> he says he kicks my ass. <laughs> property of geeksters. <laughs> You're on your own on that one. Uh, so I'm not no. touching that one. Geeksters and two good productions is not endorsed the uh, promotion material that Eric is talking about. <laughs> At the selection of the spot it was going on to. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, so. Yeah, eventually this is going to get covered over, and I, you know, and and my arm is going to be a full sleeve. I don't know if I'm going to do two full sleeves or not. Like, so there's some stuff that's still kind of open. I, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure what I'm doing, but until I get to a point where, yes, this is what I want. I know I want this. Like, you so know, why, why are you missing <clears throat> tattoos in your left, left arm? Um, she's a righty. She doesn't want it. <laughs> it started with the butterfly. The butterfly was the first one that I got done, um, and I got this. You can tell it's a little faded, um, but I got this done. I think eight or nine years ago, uh-huh. um, 
and it originally was supposed to be two butterflies one on each arm um but then the artist moved away and you know i didn't want to get work done by another artist um yeah well at least for co- cohesive pieces like yes. it was going to be one butterfly on each arm i wanted the same artist but i have work by i think five <coughs> different artists um in these these 10 tattoos so yeah. well okay before you go go, mm-hmm. go more do you Depending on the tattoo that you want to get, does that influence who you go to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if I want, like this rose here is more of a traditional, like, um, it's more traditional in its style. Um, I went to the artist who, who created this partially because I had already had a piece done by him. Um, and partially because I love his old school work. Okay. So... If I'm looking for, say I wanted to get a portrait done, I'm going to look for an artist who does amazing. Like, I'm not yeah, going to go yeah. to just anybody because portrait tattoos can be very difficult yes. to do. My sister, she has a plan for like a Freddy Krueger one. Mm-hmm. And she knows the guy that she wants to do. And the guy is like pretty big. Yeah. Like for a local guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's like it, he's almost got like a three-year waiting list. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, somebody like that. I mean, if I know they have a waiting list and, you know, I, I do a, a lot of research into um, the artist before I'll get right. something elaborate done. Like the artist who did my rose and also did my big thigh piece, the first thing he did was um, this piece here. It's, and it's a quote down my arm that says, but the greatest of these was dogs. And this was a quote that I had done for a uh, charity event, Phil okay. uh, Adoptables over the summer had teamed up with like six or eight different tattoo shops and they were raising money for the animal care and control team through tattoos. And this one guy posted like, Hey, yeah, you could pick and these different shops created flash that you in flash, you know, is the, the, Right. You know, there's the pictures that you can go in and no, say, no, hey, no, I want that. When you walk into a tattoo shop, you know how they have, like, those poster swinging kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, you can pick... That's, that's traditional like, tattoo flash. Yeah, like, like, give me a number 19, and it's like a Black Panther kind yeah. of thing. Like, right. that, that's the traditional old-school tattoo guys. Like, the bikers would always mm-hmm. go... It's like flash, and they basically go, give me that, and then they... Yeah. I, I know a little bit about tattooing, because my sister got yeah. a handful of them, and... Plus, my girl's got a, a bunch of. Oh, it's just the nerd walks in. Yeah, I want a flash. Which one? <laughs> I want the, the I flash. Want, I want the lightning bolt right there. <laughs> I want the light. I want the flash logo right in my chest. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if somebody has that done. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. either. I mean, some people they will have like a bat symbol mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. You know, or somebody <clears> got like a, the BS. I think uh, my girlfriend's friend got the Assassin's Creed logo. Oh, cool. And I was like, well, that kind of took my idea. I mean, I wasn't going to have it on my chest, but I wanted the Assassin's Creed logo on my arm. Yeah. Like, I have from time to time thought about getting tattoos. Yeah. But um, number one, I'm super picky about what's going to go on my body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So am I. Because, you know, you're basically making a lifetime commitment. And to get a tattoo removed is more expensive and more painful right. than getting it in the first place. So you better fucking know what you want. I mean, as much as I like the Assassin's Creed series, and as much as I love the logo and all, I'm 43. When I'm 65, I'm going to be like, this is when I used to play a video game called Assassin's Creed. You know? You know what's funny is I've had so many people ask me, well, what about, you know, how are, how are you going to look when you're 80? And I'm like, when I'm 80, I'm just going to be happy if I can wipe my own ass. Like, so the tattoos are going to be, you know, and chances are when I'm 80, I'll still be getting tattooed. 
Assuming I haven't run out of skin by then. It'd be well, like, more like skin. A than, you know, yeah, like a they're gonna, they're gonna have to like clothespin my skin up. <laughs> like now don't move. I want a waterfall. That's easy. Your skin's already sagging. So you just work that. <laughs> just make it blue. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like I, you know, I am. I love tattoo culture enough that I know. Okay, granted, no, I don't know 100%. I mean, anything can change, but, you know, at this stage in the game, I've been getting tattooed since I was 18. I'm comfortable in how I feel about tattoos and in the work that I've gotten done. You know, the fact that I've, I've selected artists who I believe in, who I love their work. Um, I mean, the big piece that I got done over the summer that, or no, not over the summer, um, uh, back in November, December that I posted on the Geeksters page the he started like i said with this quote down my arm but the gracies was dogs then he did the rose and he had this piece posted in on his facebook page and in the shop and i asked him because i i saw the piece i fell in love with it the first time i saw it and i asked him has anybody claimed that piece yet and he said no so i was like just we got to figure out where and that's it right you know so this piece on my thigh is his original work gotcha and it's it's you know the artist's name for anybody who's interested is Chris Burke. He works at a Por Vida tattoo in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. All, and all the guys at Por Vida do amazing work, and they all do original work. Um, like Boer, the I had posted a picture of I think it was a, a Death Star tattoo, and he was the one who did it. He designed it himself. So I mean, if you find a good artist and tell them your idea, you don't have to go in and say, "Oh, I want that anchor." you know up there yeah, yeah, that's like the- they will th- this piece here i have a large piece on my calf and it's an anchor and a rose um in front of an ocean with a sun and it says jj for jim and Joan. It's my grandparents so this is a memorial tattoo for them this piece was based on i went into mercury tattoo that used to be in glenside it's since moved and i said i you know that that rose and that anchor so i you know i pointed right. at the flash i said i i like those two elements but I want them put together into one tattoo. I worked with the artist and he created the flash for me. Oh, okay. So he, he created the piece for me. So right. you go in, you do like a consultation, uh-huh. you come back and they'll show you the work. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's it. Like, so now well, we just need, you know, all we needed to do after that was schedule the actual tattoo. See, I, I'm always more like, I used to watch a show um, called Tattoo Rescue. Yeah. Which is basically kind of like Bar Rescue where the, the, these two tattoos. No, I've seen that are, show. It's pretty good. I love that show. Yeah. They kind of go away and go, this is what's fucked up your business. Mm-hmm. Help you out. But uh, to me, I'm always more fascinated with like the the artist tattooist. Not the just putting the needle to the skin. Like people who get tribal work, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of because tribal work seems to be kind of... Again, I'm not an aficionado mm-hmm. of tattoos and I know that it's probably hard to get the, the correct shading to stay yeah the, tri- the whole thing. tribal tattooing can can actually be a little difficult because number one you have to make it contour well with the body itself right. because you i mean you know you could get a tribal tattoo just going around your arm and that's you know that's fairly easy but if i was getting say a big tribal tattoo piece down my side they need to make it contour with my body otherwise it just looks like shit right and, and that- the other thing too is like if you're getting um solid black that can actually be kind of difficult to do right yeah because yeah. you know because it, it the fineness of the needles yeah. and you have to make sure it's all shaded right and all. yeah but to me that doesn't really seem to be 
artistic. Right. I mean, I know it can, and I know it's very. I'm very being very narrow minded in a way. Okay. But like to me, like to me, if you're going to get a tattoo, you a you want it to be an original piece, like something that signifies who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but also make sure no one else can ever have that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like my when my sister talks about ta- ta- tattoo ideas. We usually do it through taps because she doesn't want to post any ideas on her Facebook yeah. page because she's always afraid someone's going to steal the idea. Mm-hmm. Right. My girlfriend's the same way. When mm-hmm. she comes up with a tattoo idea, it's it's like, hey, keep it between us because I don't want, like, I think uh, Danielle liked the baby name and then one of her friends liked it too. So uh-huh. they took it because she was pregnant first. So my sister was like, well, I can't use that name. Yeah. Like, right. you know, so uh, to me, like, it, a tattoo, for a tattoo, I'd want, like, an actual artist who actually doesn't just use the needles. Like, I want a guy who can sit there and go, well, I hand drew this. Like, somebody right. who actually mm-hmm. has been, like, an they're artist. Not, they're like, not going and purchasing mass flash yeah. and sticking that up on the wall and saying, yeah, that, you know, we can do all this. Yeah, just tracing the numbers. Like, mm-hmm. It's, like, tattoo by numbers. Oh, okay. Like, kind of more like, hey, look, I like this Aquanet radio. Can you put that? And they just kind of put that. Yeah. And they go, I mean, and they, they could do that. I mean, this, this one here, the quote, all I did... For this was, I knew the quote that I wanted. I put it in a word. I had downloaded a bunch of different, or not word, uh, you know, well, a word equivalent. Um, but I put it in. I downloaded a whole buttload of fonts offline, right. and I just ran it through. Like I think I ran it through like twenty different fonts to find one that I one liked that, pops, that was right. legible, you know, and that would be not easy, but you know, and that's all he did really. He he sized it for my arm. Um, because they can on the copier that they use to to make the um, the stencil, they can size it you know right. different. Um, so he sized it for my arm and then just <laughs> traced over what I had created in the document. Right. But then I you know and that's easy to do. Anybody, I mean, yeah, you can fuck it up still, but yeah, I mean, almost there, anybody. Can, if you have a certain level of experience, you can do it. Yeah, I'm not saying that anybody with a tattoo you know that knows how to do a tattoo gun. There's they're just more on just following the lines. Yeah. You do need talent because it is uh, pressure, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know the 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 flow of the lines because getting the watch, solid color. From watching like, that show, mm-hmm. how like the color will bleed because you're pushing too hard, yeah. or it's and you like, can create scarring too. Yeah. Like the the paw prints that I have on my thigh, every once in a while, like if if my skin gets dry, if I scratch too much, it, it raises up. I, there are actually keloids in um, which is a, a type of scar tissue in this tattoo. Um, because the guy who did it just pressed too, way too hard, right. you know. So, um, but I was also eighteen. Yeah, right. Uh. But then you don't want to do what. This was actually something really interesting that I found out. I read this article about uh, why this one woman will not tattoo hands, feet, or neck or necks. And so she's you know talking about the science of it, but then also the the social aspects of like say having your hands tattooed. Yeah, and. From the science aspect of it, what I found out, and I never knew this, the ink is actually liquid. It stays liquid in your skin. So it's not like you're getting tattooed and then it dries. And that's part of the reason why if you look at the newer tattoo versus the older tattoo, they have softer lines. That's how it's able to blur out over time because that liquid is is spreading out a little. So, um, and I I never knew that. Old guys get kind of like the tattoo looks blurry. Yeah. Because they, you know, they're, they're like the old bikers, because mm-hmm. they're usually driving sleeveless, so the skin and that's gets that's how it turns up. green too. Like, yeah, it's just because of time, it just spreads out. Mm-hmm. I mean, believe it or not, for a guy who has no, no tattoos on his body, I, I am fascinated with the whole process, uh-huh. just on a basic mm-hmm. level, because it, it is kind of art, almost artistic. 
I just feel kind of like like my girl's got this beautiful arm piece, right? You know that I've shown you know you guys, mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm like that's great. I would love to have that piece of artwork framed it on my wall, like not but not necessarily on my body, because I just feel like mm-hmm. once I go, then that art is gone, and I feel like good art should be preserved, right? You know. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of a meme that I saw. It said, you know, uh, when I die, I, I have so many tattoos. When I die, I feel I should be hung in a museum. Yeah. You know, I, I, and and the thing is, is like I, you know, for for me, it's it's being able to hold on to my art on me. You know, right. I mean, like I said, I, I, I eventually will get a full sleeve. But the sleeve has a theme, like, you know, right. so, and that's why I haven't gotten anything tattooed on my, my right arm because I don't know what I want to do with it yet. And well, I don't want to get tattoos uh, willy-nilly. Right. Because you, you, again, we talked about this earlier, you're at, you have so much time in your life to get more tattoos, mm-hmm. but only a limited amount of... Of space, space. yeah. Space. Like, it's like you have, a, you know, like when you used to get those spiral notebooks, so I got about 100 pages in it. Yeah. If you fill those 100 pages in the first week... And you have to go through six weeks. What do you get? Like, yeah. Kind yeah. of stuff. It's not, but it's not like a spiral notebook where, yeah, you could just go out and buy more. Right. I mean, granted, yeah, I could always get the tattoos removed, but yeah, I'm not I'll going to get fatter that. so I get more skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I have a, a plan to get a tattoo <gasps> for my nephew, and I have a plan to get a tattoo for like my nieces and nephews as a, you know, as a, a collective. Um, so. You know, but, you know, right now I don't know where I'm going to get it tattooed because like this, this thigh piece took up, you know, a lot of room. I kind of want to get my leg filled, but I don't know with what. So I don't know if I'm going to go with a theme or if I'm just going to have individual pieces. Like those are things I need to figure out. And actually a good artist can sort of help you with that. Like if if you have a, a, like if you find a good artist, regardless of whether you stick with them, like I said, I've, I've been through five different artists and there are two that i would definitely go back to actually three but one you know he lives down south now so um but they're they are very open you know uh, let me basically a good artist is going to help you with the decision making process ultimately it's your decision yeah but again it's i kind of look at as you are a walking billboard for their art yes so they obviously want to make sure that if it's going on your body, they have to. It has to look good, so they go, "Yeah, I did that." Yeah, exactly. You know, which is the reason why I think I'm more inclined to like if I had if I was into tattoos to get on my body, mm-hmm. I'd be more inclined to listen to the tattoo artist. Yes, because they know better where a tattoo would look good mm-hmm. on you. Yeah, and actually, like the thigh, <coughs> um, the thigh piece I had done, Chris was the one who said, <coughs> you know, because we were talking about. It, I was like, I don't know where I would get this piece done. Right. You know, like you know because. My arm is claimed. My left arm is claimed. My right arm, I'm keeping open because I don't know what I want to do with it right. yet. And he he was actually working on the rose um, as he was doing it. And he said, well, you know, it would look really good on your thigh, on your right thigh. And I was like, all right, done. Yeah. You know, um, there's a shop down. And I, I know there's more more than just one shop. But there's a shop down, I think, in Miami that they will not tattoo names or initials of somebody unless they're deceased or of a family member. But like, if I, you know, if I wanted to go in and, you know, get Baron's name tattooed, she would turn me away. And the reason is, is because 
they don't want to be associated with, you know, like having to come back and get somebody's name right. tattooed. And like, there was, like yeah. I used to make a joke that if I ever got a tattoo, like let's say when I was eighteen, if I ever decided to be like this, because I know there's people out there who go, oh, I'm gonna get my girl's name tattooed on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This work committed for life. Blah blah blah. And then, like two weeks later, they break up. Yeah, and yeah. there's always there was always that stigma is you never get anyone's name tattooed on you because sooner or later you're gonna break up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know? but I mean, literally, if I started when I was 18, I would half my sleeve mm-hmm. by it'd be like so and so crossed out, yeah. next name crossed out, next name crossed out. It would just be like this endless like yeah, it would look like a laundry list of just names of yeah. these, you know people, and it'd be like. <laughs> When did you date Sarah? (laughs) I would have She was number two on the list. That was was back in 19... I made sure I put the date on it. Yeah. This was 87. 87 to 89. Yeah. 89 to 89. Yeah. 89 to 89. Make sure I had like a month. 189 to 289. 189 to 389. Yeah. Okay, see, I'm easy. I fall in love really fast. Like, it literally just like big, 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 I mean, I, just like, I can tell you a story about that. When I went back, um, I accidentally pulled the ink out of one of the paw prints. And, you know, when you're when the tattoos are healing up, you got to be really careful because if you say you scab up, if you or, if, you know, even if it doesn't, but you, know, you, you can accidentally scratch it and pull yeah. that ink out and yeah. you have to go and get it fixed. I've seen that happen. Yeah, it, it happened to me, and I was like, son of a bitch. So I had to go back and get it fixed, but then I also got the wolf um, on my back at the same time. Um, the There was a girl sitting there waiting, and she came in after me, and my tattoo artist asked, you know, would it be okay if I took her first because she's going to take like 20 minutes, that's it. Right. You know, your piece is going to take a little longer. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And um, so she and I got to talking, and she had an angel with a guy's name on it. She's like, yeah, we broke up. So she was getting them covered over by cherries. And I'm like, that's why you don't get anybody's name. You know, like I said, I have J and J for Jim and Joan. That's my grandparents, but that's family members. They're family members and they've passed away. You know, my nephew, I'm getting a tattoo for him. His name is not going to be in it, but I'm getting a tattoo for him because he's my godson. You know, he's my nephew. He's my godson. So, you know, I, you know, I'm going to love this kid for the rest of his life. Even if he colossally fucks up, I'm still going to love this kid for the rest of his life. Right. I'll be pissed at him if he fucks up. <laughs> but, you know, so for me, it's it's worth it for me to get a tattoo sure. for well, him. My sister has a tattoo on her, on her wrist of mm-hmm. um, Wolverine mm-hmm. because my, my nephew's name is Logan. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's named after Wolverine. Yeah. So it's, a, it's like a kid version of... Uh, Wolverine mm-hmm. and I love it he's in the traditional yellow and, and mm-hmm. his yellow outfit yeah. I was actually thinking about getting it on my shoulder in the brown outfit oh, okay. because it was like because it's really cool and it looks freakishly like him yeah. which is really weird because yeah. he's like in this leap pose with mm-hmm. his face all round and kind of cheruby Aww. but I was just like eh, no yeah. now is there anybody at the, at the well, show let's go to the, back to the convention I mean yeah. you, you mm-hmm. talk to different people and who yeah. did you meet you so know? they they had a lot of tattoo artists there and they had some of the folks from like Ink Master um, and there was another show that they were there from um, Best Ink Okay. Um, so they, they had a lot of like famous tattoo artists, but then they had local tattoo artists. Like people came from all over the country. Um, I talked to one gal from solid gold tattoo up in uh, New York. They're like, <laughs> I grabbed one of their stickers cause I was like, it says solid gold. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they had folks from all over the country. They had folks from, um, 
uh, like there was one guy from, he was from overseas. I want to say he was from Japan. Um, but the, so, you know, this is a world famous, right. you know, tattoo convention. And this, this group takes the convention to all different cities. So there's like, I think one in Charlotte, one in Austin, it's all over the place. But, um, and ours is one of the largest out of, you know, okay. um, out of all of them. Okay. So, but they also have like photographers there. Like I said, Chrissy was there and she, you know, she's selling like there's places there that sell clothing, um, vendors who you can hire for services. So one of the folks that I talked to was uh, Alabach, Mike Alabach, uh, the tattooed bride photographer guy. Um, and I looked at his work. He also he doesn't just do like um, tattoos. He also does like glamour shots and things like that. Okay. But he does them with that sort of. He specializes in tattooed women, and he does it in that sort of glamorous. Gosh, like... darn, we're at it this end. Unless I dress in drag, like all, yeah. all purdy. I'll do my drizzle stands and give me a bearskin rug. Ah! <laughs> leopard Love spots can join you. Ah! Um, but yeah, so he he like I said, he also does glamour shots. But he, you know, what he does for his bread and butter is weddings featuring tattooed brides. So, so he, he, and I, I have his card if anybody, uh, you know, I'll post a link to his page, but he, you know, beautiful, beautiful work. And he, um, he actually took a picture of me and my cousin, Sammy, my friend Paloma. So we're just waiting for him to post the photo. So as soon as he posted, I will share it on the Geeksters page. Um, and then there was a woman who she was going around taking pictures throughout the whole convention. Uh, this woman, uh, Candace Holmstrup. And her company is called uh, Photos by Candace. So you can hire her out for weddings, portraits, and promotional um, items. So she does photojournalism. Like she and I've already, I already have uh, received some of the photos from her. She does amazing work. Um, then there was a group there called Pinups for Pitbulls. It's Little Darlings Pinups for Pitbulls. Pitbulls and pinup outfits. We call uh, this the Pam Anderson. <laughs> a, little, a little barbed wire <laughs> costume on. That would be awesome. <laughs> but this group, um, you know, so there were there a chari- uh, charity. Um, there were some charities Save there. the world. <laughs> I actually, I love this group. I've followed them for uh, probably like three or four years now. So... What they do is they advocate for not just they're not exclusively advocating for pit bulls, but they um, they it's it's in the title mainly because pit bulls get discriminated yeah, against sure. a lot yeah, because yeah. they're seen as, you know, inherently dangerous and they're not. Right. Um, and so their goal is to help fight, help fight a dog fighting um, and be help fight um, breed specific legislation. Um, which for those who don't know is, is different, different town states will pass bans on certain breeds of dog, or they'll say, you know, if you have this type of dog, it needs to be muzzled or, you know, you can't have it at all. And they'll like the city of Denver, just kind of glad, uh, ah. Anyway, um, I'm glad they were getting their ass kicked in the Super Bowl (laughs) because Denver actually has a pit bull ban and they will come and take your dog and kill them. They take them and euthanize them. So fuck you, Denver. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But actually, this year has been a really good year. Well, 2013 and 2014 has been really good years for fighting breed-specific legislation because President Obama came out in opposition of uh, BSL. So woo, go Obama. 
Um, but anyway, so they were there. They were selling calendars. They have a calendar that comes out every year. And the proceeds, they don't make a profit off these calendars. The proceeds go back into the foundation to help um, you know, help with right. their cause. That's cool. Um, so they were See, there. I, I like charitable events like that, yeah, where, yeah. All where all the money goes to the charity, mm-hmm. not yeah. to the people running it. Yeah. So and I'm looking at you, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> so little, little darling is the woman who who runs it, and she's amazingly gorgeous. They did work with, um, I think it was last year's calendar. They did work with the pit boss. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Shorty. Yeah. Um, so he, they did. Uh, he was in the calendar last year. So um, yeah, I mean they're they're becoming pretty pretty famous, and the good thing is is it drums up more money to help sure. you know fight BSL and and dog fighting too. So <laughs> right. yeah. So the you know it was a, a lot of fun. They were um, little darling from Pinups for Pipples was actually one of the pinup judges. Nice. Cool. So yeah. So, but yeah, they, like I said, they have vendors. I mean, the majority of it was tattoo artists. So, you know, you could very easily like walk around and they had flash that was, um, or not flash, but stencils that were already printed out, ready to go. Like all you had to do is, you know, slap your money. Exactly. I want that one. Okay. Done. You know, um, you can make appointments. Okay. Were they, obviously since you didn't get one, while you were at the show though, I mean, if I were to walk in and go, I like that tattoo. Mm -hmm. Do I get it at a, at a discounted rate, or it depended on the shop? Like there was the the average I was seeing was anywhere from a hundred <laughs> to three hundred dollars, right? You know, um, for as long as they were sitting. There, as long as it, yeah, if they were sitting, there, like some of them had show specials. Some right. you know, some were advertising like that they had show specials. Like there was, now she wasn't doing tattoos, but she was selling. Um, Did you see Pops Place by the way? No, yeah, I didn't. I was curious because yeah. I you know yeah. my sister and Bob brother-in-law go there a lot yeah no and, and actually pop's place was where i got my first three tattoos yeah. so and uh the buddha That's where probably wind up going to get mine if i ever get one yeah they, because si- they've been around like a million years yeah my sister knows really she's like that's her connection i mean you know yeah. like she she adores those people yeah, yeah. so i mean there's cool. there's three different shops i would definitely recommend in the area there's you know there's pops and like i said that's where i got my first few tattoos from um then there's a Mercury Tattoo. They used to be in Glenside, and they've since moved uh, to, I think they're in Norristown now. Um, but Scott Bramble is one of the guys who owns it. He's been there, as far as I know, since the inception of the, you know, since the shop was opened. And they have a lot of um, uh, tattoo artists that come through. And they do, you know, they all do amazing work. I mean, Scott's not going to hire a hack right, right. Um, is the convention once a year or it's is... once a year yeah okay. but then there's also one down in Atlantic City that's really good too yeah. I don't think it's as big but yeah there's one down in AC and that's like in October so and then the third shop I would definitely recommend is Por Vida so they they do amazing work that's where I just got my most recent pieces so yeah got anybody else you want to hawk yeah any other uh, um, shows stuff Chrissy again it's like I said, she hi Chrissy, hi Chrissy, amazing work. You know, she has great fascinators, and then she like now she has a whole new line of uh, mugs and tiles that, and she can customize them too. Well, she should, you know, how come she's not on the show promoting the shit? She was working a tattoo show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so and the company, her company's Itsy Bitsy, right? Itsy's bi- Itsy Bitsy's, yeah. So, and I can, I'll post that. I'll post, <laughs> I'll post links to you know all the nice folks that I talk to um, yeah. on the Geeksters page. So we're showing this geeksters love. Go to their Facebook page and like them. Tell them geeksters sent you. Yeah, yeah. Tell them Erica geeksters sent you. <laughs> Give her some yes. props. She, yeah, she did do a lot of like work here. 
But I'm bum. She basically just went, I'm going to go to the convention. Yeah. <laughs> that was her. That was kind of, I'm going to get sucked into this tight little thing and walk walk around. <laughs> and let old men leer at me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Like I do on a daily basis. <laughs> I have old men leer at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you well, are a hot piece of ass, so. Well, you know, it's it's the hair. It's the, you know, it's the hair. You know? I wear, I wear a low-cut t-shirt. <laughs> I kind of cut it down. I just, all I want to do is run my hands through that chest hair. <laughs> just don't have him bend over when he's wearing his thong. It's just... <laughs> I saw. A you kind of see it. You kind of don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a train wreck. I can't look away. It's more like an optical illusion. It kind of looks like a vase. Kind of doesn't look like a vase. Like you know that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I just had a thought. Real quick, getting back to you know the whole being a rebel and getting tattoos. I had this conversation with Baron. And oh, yeah? he does not have tattoos because he, he grew up down in the South Street area. Uh-huh. And he was like, I've seen so many people rebelling using tattoos that it, it kind of became passe to me. I was like, oh, I see how it is. You're, yes. you're, you're an elitist. You rebel in other ways. Well, I mean, like I said, like I said but like I said that's early, why he doesn't have yeah. tattoos. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to be a rebel. I want to be an individual. Mm-hmm. But when you walk into a room and there's 100 people and 75% of them have tattoos on their mm-hmm. body, you're no longer the individual. You now are the majority of people See, where it's almost yeah. rebellious not to have one. And the funny thing is, is I actually, I it for me, it doesn't bother me one way or the other, whether a person has tattoos or doesn't have yeah. tattoos. I'm like, you know, it's, it's personal choice, you know. Um, if I walked into a room and 70, you know, 75% of the people there had tattoos, you know, it probably wouldn't phase me one way or the other, but it does. Like if I see a tattoo that I really like that, I'm kind of like, Oh my God, you know, then I might ask the person, you know, and I, I always try to be respectful of it because people can be real pricks when it comes to, you know, yeah, it's it's almost like being pregnant, where you know people can I touch feel, your belly? or no, they'll just go up and touch yeah. it. You know, they feel like, oh, I can go up You're and touch. Like I've space. I've had people grab my arm and pull it to them so they can yeah. look at it. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of my personal space before I punch you. Yeah, you know, so it. <laughs> People with tattoos are nasty. Very <laughs> evil. And mean. you know what? I've had that too. Like I've had, I've had both. You know, both polar opposites. Where I've had people so excited about my tattoos that they think it's okay to grab me and look at them. Um, but then I've had people who see my tattoos and feel that it's their obligation to give me commentary on how they feel about my tattoos. And I was like, um. How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah. So, and the thing is, is I, I am always open to a healthy discussion about <coughs> tattoos. So if somebody asks me why I have them, you know, that's fine. But if you're going to call me a slut, which has happened because I have tattoos. I don't get the equation. Uh, because again, it goes back to me thinking. It's the stereotypes. It's, it's strippers would have uh, the, the uh, tramp stamp. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. tramp stamp at the small uh, of your back meant that you were basically, uh, the joke was, that was the bullseye that you're, you're, yeah. you, you'd shoot for if you were fucking up a body. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I do have a tattoo, you know, in the small of my back. And eventually, that was my third tattoo I got. Eventually, I'm going to get it extended, you know, all the way across my, like, it's going to be my right. full back. Because um, right now, it's just kind of two wolves sitting in the middle of my back. And I'm like. Just looking at each other? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What are you doing? Just hanging around. <laughs> looking at you. You're looking at this. Is, is, there, is the moon coming out? I don't know. I don't know. Just standing here. There's it's, a mole up there. <laughs> just, what's up? What's up? 
they just look at each other. No, they're just sitting there looking at each other. I actually got that tattoo for my sister. It was like big sister wolf, little sister uh, wolf. Okay. So it's like a big wolf laying down, and then the little wolf is sitting next to her, you know, and they're just kind of looking at each other. And the tattoo artist gave them, you know, he's like, what color are your eyes? And I said, blue. And he said, what color are your sister's eyes? Blue. So he gave them blue eyes. Okay. So, you know, it was kind of nice. He personalized it a sure. little bit for me. Um, but, you know, now I'm, you know, almost 32 and I'm looking, I'm like, they look so lonely back there. <laughs> how, how long did you have that tattoo? Uh, I got it when I was 18. So, so, 14 years? Yeah, almost 14, 14 years. years. Just staring at each other. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm tired of saying what's up. <laughs> Eventually. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> Did you get washed? Yeah, Lufa, man. It's awesome. Yes, I know, man. It's awesome. It's great. But I do want to get, like, I, I want to get it updated a little Looks bit. Like she's it's... got the runs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to get it. She wants that taco. She wants some X. Let me just let you know, don't go in that cave. <laughs> <laughs> she gets real bitchy in that cave. <laughs> the other one might maybe. <laughs> if she's, if she's feeling it. She'll let you go in the other one. But... You got to buy her dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually I'm going to get it extended into a full scene. Like, there's going to be flowers and it's 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 going to be, it's not just going to be sure. two wolves sitting in the middle McDonald's, of my back. McDonald's dinner or like fancy restaurant <laughs> no, dinner? No, she, she wants you, a fancy uh, restaurant. She's like, dude, you see the guy? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was staring at me the whole time. <laughs> Made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> he was invading my personal space. <laughs> hey, what was that? <laughs> I just got hit with something. Get it off me! Get it off me! <laughs> Ew! Human germs! Human germs! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there you go. But quick tattoo trivia. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh... The gentleman who founded Macy's, or one of the gentlemen who founded Macy's, it's, um, find his name here, Roland, Roland, yeah, Roland Husey Macy, Roland Husey Macy, Um, R.H. Macy, Um, the red star in the Macy's logo, the reason that's in there is he had a red star tattooed on his wrist. Okay. So there you go. That's, that's where the logo for Macy's came from, was his tattoo. There you go. All right. Look at that. We should pull that up. One of like those odd trivia qu- things like, hey, the red star in Macy's is because we had a tattoo? I got a, a I got a book full of uh, odd uh, trivia. That's that book, bathroom book, right? Yes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> See, I, fa- I found that out there was, uh, I think it was like two or three years ago, there was a um, show down at the uh, Seaport Museum, yeah. the Independent Seaport Museum, and it was all about traditional you know tattoos and sailor you know because the stereotype is you right. know only sailors and sluts get tattoos <laughs> so they did this whole thing about they did this whole thing about sailors and tattoos and i bought the book and that was in the book so yeah right. so it's pretty interesting all right kids we're gonna call it a night yes for those people i hope you enjoyed the super bowl for the other people sorry for the other people yay you know <laughs> um for those people overseas our football's a joke. We realize that. It's not soccer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, on that note, if you want to contact us, you can contact Ed at edatwordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Uh, you can always go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Leave a comment or question you might have for any of us. Also, you can catch us live Sunday nights from 7 to whenever. Uh, Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, 
TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio is on that. And if you can't catch us on Sunday nights, please go to our website, wordswiththegeeks.com, and catch old shows that are going to be posted weekly. And on that note, see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I really got nothing, folks. I'm kind of petered out. <laughs> yeah, petered. Someone say my name. Ah. Ah. This is what happens when it runs too long. <laughs> no, it ran fine. It's not ran great, but it's ran too long. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. We, we have fun doing it. it. Yeah. We always have fun doing it. But see, these rings, I don't really give a shit about the audience. <laughs> That's not true. I care and love all you. That's why we're worldwide. That's right. But I try to keep our antics simple. If I can make Ed laugh or Erica, kind of a bummer we didn't get her a snort, though. Oh, yeah. We didn't miss the Well, to try twice as hard. Well, she did do two the week, the week before. before. Yeah. So we'll have to try harder to get her to snort. Yes. <laughs> snort? Someone say a, someone say a snort? <laughs> No, Mario, Mario. No, no, just go back, go back. Okay, I'll be in the care bathroom. Love is just shit. Okay, see you later. Oh my god, I, I didn't know he was still here. Thought <laughs> he left. Yeah, he's, he's like a virus. I need to change the locks. <laughs> He'll be gone. I'll take him with me. <laughs> Dump him off the side of the road. <laughs> Let him think snows about a big pile of coke. There you go. <laughs> it's a, giving me a brain to freeze. I know, isn't it great? I love it. That's why they call the coke it's little snow. That's right, it's pure snow right pure. there. The purest form. <laughs> I love it. Oh, brain to freeze. Oh. Hit it. Get out of here. <laughs> Beep, beep. <laughs> Listen to gangsters. <laughs> beep, beep. So, um, yeah, so uh, we got to learn a little bit more about Erica. Yes. And her tattoos. Yeah, yeah. history there was uh, interesting. And apparently she met some new people, so maybe, well, when time comes, we'll chat with them or, yeah. you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what the future will bring? Who knows the future? The future. Oh, the future. <laughs> the future. So, if you want to listen to us live, you can do so on AquanetRadio.com, mostly, AquanetRadio.com, from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do the math in your own time zone. I don't feel like doing it for you because I'm tired. (laughs) Sean, not good at math. (laughs) Yes. It's obvious in the shows, I'll tell you. It's it's obvious because if I was good at math, I'd probably have a better job and I wouldn't be doing podcasting (laughs) or radio. I'd probably be doing like an engineering job or something. You know, who knows? I could have been anything. I was better in math. Instead, I'm doing this. <laughs> I love doing this. You know, it's its own reward, Ed. The laughter of children. <laughs> Stop, children. <laughs> Stop laughing. You're giving Eddie headache. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, uh, again, Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com. Or you can go to iTunes Radio, Tuned In, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And so just tune in, not T-U-N-E. I keep doing that. You keep doing past tense just like, it's the geeksters. No, we're geeksters. Plain and simple, no the. 
one day will be the no. Easters. Maybe if someone wants to buy the rights to the show, yeah. and they can rename whatever the fuck they want to do. Hey, it's Tweedledum and Tweedledumber. <laughs> you listen to Geeksters. <laughs> no, sorry, legally you can't do that word. What are we calling it? We're calling the Nerdsters. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, this is Ed and Sean. You're listening to Nerdsters? <laughs> yeah, we like the way that sounds. <laughs> We're praising you two guys. Really? With who? Ernie and Bert. <laughs> hey, Bert. Ernie. <laughs> so you're saying a puppet can do our job? Yeah, mostly. <laughs> well, it's better than a monkey. Yeah. Monkeys throw their poo. <laughs> so do you. Only on good days. <laughs> when I'm flowing nice. And every day must be a good day. <laughs> 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 so... So again, it's uh, com. Tune in iHeartRadio and iTunes Tunes Radio. Radio. Or um, you can obviously, I don't know why I keep doing this, but if you're listening to us now on our podcast, you know where the fuck to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you can either go to wordsweekies.com and stream or download the episodes that way. Or you can go to iTunes again that way. Tell a friend. <laughs> Tell a friend how to get our shows. Yes. Go Tell ahead. your enemies. Say, hey, guys, I listen to this great show. It's called Geeksters. It's on wordswithgeeks.com or on iTunes. <laughs> Just say it like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, shake your arms back and forth like, Golly, gee, Wilkers, I listen to this show called Geeksters. They're so pure and funny. <laughs> well, the funny part. <laughs> They're pure innocent souls. I think the innocence just left the room like, God. It smells of sulfur. <laughs> Golly gee. <laughs> so, but anyway, like I said, you know you're listening to us on uh, from either wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. It's Geeksters. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Tell us what you think of the show. Hopefully it's good stuff. If it's bad stuff, tell it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com if it's good. And you can contact Ed at Ed at Words with Geeks going, that guy Sean is not funny. <laughs> or you can contact Erica Lambos, though we both suck, at Erica at Words with Geeks.com. And that's Erica with a gay. Dear Erica, we find you funny and entertaining. Dump those two losers and go with your own show. Call it Tattoosters. <laughs> Tattoosters. <laughs> I hope she doesn't. <laughs> I would still be on a show called <laughs> Tattoosters. She would dump us. I, I'd be going with her. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I would be on a show called Tattoosters. You would say that it makes me laugh. Tattoosters. Tattoosters. Hello. I'd listen. I would listen too. Have her just talk about tattoos and stuff? Yeah. Ooh. We lost it? Yeah. No, there I am. Right. I am. Am I there? Yeah, you're there. What the hell happened? I don't know. What the hell happened, dude? We lost it for a second. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I'm a podcaster, not an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to call it. All right, kids. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week.